I'm Dr. Sky, and welcome once again to the Dr. Sky Podcast, heard exclusively here at KTAR News 92.3 FM, as we welcome you to the holiday season. First off, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, and a joyous and healthy and prosperous 2023, just around the corner. Sit back and relax as we welcome you to the Dr. Sky Podcast, episode number 114. As we move deep into the month of December, many exciting things are happening. I hope you and yours had an opportunity here in Arizona, wherever you're listening to this podcast, to see that great lunar occultation of the red god of war, the planet Mars. A most amazing sight from here in Phoenix, as we thrilled many people with our telescopes, binoculars, and hopefully yourself, as seeing the red god of war near opposition and closest to the Earth for this year be eclipsed by the beautiful full cold moon. As mentioned before, if not in this particular podcast, on our many television and radio programs here and around the nation, this will not happen again in its entirety when Mars is at its closest and when the moon is also full and also close to us until about the year 2045. But now talking about things that you can see, we now talk about another interesting event happening this particular week the arrival of the annual Geminid meteor shower. This, in many people's estimations, is one of the best meteor showers of the year. Now, you've heard me, Dr. Sky, tell you so many tips on viewing meteor showers, and you say, well, sometimes I only see a few, and you tell me there's going to be many. Patience is a virtue with meteor showers. The truth, as always, is that the moon will be a waning gibbous moon, meaning it will interfere greatly with the numbers of Geminids that you can see. But there's still hope. This meteor shower peaks during the early morning hours of the 14th of December. But if I were you, I'd be out looking just after sunset. Why? Because this meteor shower is known for slow-moving bright fireballs. Some of these are called earth grazers, and those happen sometimes right after sunset. But you never can tell. What I would do is look to the northeast sky. Patience is a virtue. As the constellation Gemini rises, the best time, in my opinion, to view would be around 2 a.m. on every one of these mornings, but the particular peak, as mentioned before, will be during the morning hours of the 14th of December. I've spent over 45 years watching this meteor shower, and I can attest first-rate that this meteor shower, under conditions even with bright moonlight, can be quite spectacular, seeing these slow-moving objects in the sky. Debris from an object that I'll talk about a little bit in just a moment is quite unusual, the source of the meteors. Not necessarily a true comet. Many of these objects are pebble size or larger. Now let's talk about the origin. Many believe that the origin of the Geminid meteor shower is not necessarily a comet like most. It's probably an asteroid slash rock comet. We know for a fact that the object is an object called 3200 Phaethon, or Phaethon, whichever way you'd like to say it. It's an asteroid rock comet that was discovered, by the way, the first asteroid ever discovered by a spacecraft back in 1983 by the IRAF spacecraft. This also is an asteroid that actually gets closest to the sun. When it gets scorching toward the sun, the heat of the sun heats this up. So it actually cracks the surface of this asteroid rock comet as it gets a little less than 13 million miles away from the sun. That's close. So what happens is the surface of this rock comet cracks and large pebbles or even bigger chunks of material get blasted off the surface. So many people say that the numbers of meteors or objects coming off this object are increasing, not decreasing. So once again, the best way to look at it is 
Look to the northeast sky if you have clear skies. Dress warm, drink something, maybe an adult beverage, sit back, relax, and patience is a virtue. If you get to see some, count yourself as lucky. Because this is true space debris. No, these objects don't hit you in the head. They're too small and they burn up in the atmosphere. Thus, the shower we call meteor showers. So, in summation, the Geminid meteor shower will peak on the morning of the 14th, but it ramps up like a bell curve during the hours, let's say, around the 10th, 11th, and 12th, the morning of the 13th, and then going on the other side of the calendar. You can still see some. Now let's shift gears to planets. Planeteos is what the Greeks referred to in the sky. These objects were known then as wandering stars. We begin low into the southwest. During the Christmas and holiday season, many wonder what the true origin of the Christmas star was. Stay tuned next week for our podcast number 115 as we delve deep into the story of what may have been many of the theories of the beauty of the Christmas star. But it's truly possible that it could be a miracle. Science can't always explain everything. You know that. But as we look for planets, low into the southwest, creeping into our sky, is the planet Mercury, the innermost planet. The planet Venus, the goddess of love and beauty, slowly will make an appearance very low into the west-southwest. Don't count on seeing too much brilliance at this time. But in January, as we move into 2023, will be a more dominant object. Saturn still rides high in the south, a little fainter than normal, but still, in a telescope, an impressive sight. Jupiter now rivals that of the planet Mars. They both vie for competition. Jupiter is the big white object high into the south at sunset. Mars dominates the, the sky. As you look into the northeast, it's the easy object to see that looks yellowish, reddish, depending on your viewpoint. Mars in a telescope is spectacular. The interesting thing is there's no major dust storms on Mars right now, so it's a good time to take a look with a high-powered telescope if you have one, or just look at the beauty of Mars. A little over 50 million miles away at this point in time and receding from us about maybe 30 miles per second as it moves away from us and it's getting farther away. So by the time you hear this podcast, it may be almost 51 million miles away and moving away from us. The Mars opposition, it's still good. For those of you that are telescope savvy, the diameter of the planet Mars is a little less than 17 seconds of arc, meaning it has a decent diameter if you move up the diameter magnification by about, say, 250 times. And if you have an atmosphere that's stable when Mars is high, you can probably push it well over 400 times. Use a red filter to look at surface details and a blue filter to look at the polar cap regions. And right now, the north polar cap is actually hidden by the north polar hood. But what you think you're seeing as the north polar cap is actually a region called the north polar hood. But, just the same, you can fool your friends and tell them that that's the Martian polar cap. But why would you do that? We also talk about many other beautiful things in our sky. It's a great time when you see the dark of the moon. That'll occur by around Christmas. On the 23rd, there's another new moon. Before that, know that the seasons do change. The last quarter moon on the 16th, and then the winter solstice begins on the 21st. Here's an interesting one. The Moon, Mercury, and Venus will all conjunct in the south-southwest on the 24th, just in time for Christmas. This is an interesting time of view. And then the Moon, after new, starts to wax again. It'll appear as a first quarter Moon as the year 2022 ends by around the 30th. We, that is, the Dr. Sky Business, our company, Dr. Sky Incorporated, travel to the high deserts of Arizona. 
You can catch us at The Wild Resort and Spa, a magnificent place in West Sedona. We talk about it every week. We'll be there for a very special The Mystery of the Christmas Star, an evening with me, an evening with Dr. Sky, on Saturday evening, the 17th, just after sunset, at 7 p.m., on the third floor observation deck. We'll be out there discussing many of the theories of the Star of Bethlehem, showing you in telescopes and binoculars some of the more interesting things, meaning planets and other events that adorn our skies. If you missed that one, we'll do a repeat encore performance on the 28th, that is Wednesday, the 28th of December, and then again, 7 p.m. Learn more at thewildresort.com to make your reservations. All of our Dolly Steamboat programs, the Dr. Sky Cruise of the Cosmos, we take a break during the holidays in December, and we once again begin as we move toward the January of 2023. My birthday is always January 30th, so we begin once again that last Saturday in January to make your reservations for this beautiful cruise to the cosmos. Don't forget, even though it might be cold out on the lake, it's the best time of the month or year to really view the sky. It's getting really clear out there, and under those dark moonless skies, you don't want to miss it. The Dolly Steamboat to make your reservations and talk to them about the whole entire 2023 calendar by going to dollysteamboat.com. Or if you're more energetic, give them a call during normal business hours at 480-827-9144. Say you want to leave us an email? You can do that too. It's Dr. Sky Show. That's D-R-S-K-Y Show at gmail.com. Once again, all the best for a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, and a joyous and healthy and prosperous 2023. I'm Dr. Sky, reminding you always remember to keep your eyes to the skies. I'm your navigator on the highway to the heavens.